welcome. Thank you for joining us here at ICGC Caris Temple Podcast. Pastor Prince Nyako is the head pastor of ICGC Caris Temple, serving under the leadership of Dr. Mentor Otabel. Pastor Prince is a dynamic preacher of God's unadulterated word, characterized with a strong prophetic insight and prayer ministry. He is a strong advocate for discipline and order in the body of Christ, with messages centered on fasting, holiness, prayer, and integrity. And now, to today's message. Welcome. Thank you for joining us here at ICGC Caris Temple Podcast. Pastor Prince Nyako is the head pastor of ICGC Caris Temple, serving under the leadership of Dr. Mentor Otabel. Pastor Prince is a dynamic preacher of God's unadulterated word, characterized with a strong prophetic insight and prayer ministry. He is a strong advocate for discipline and order in the body of Christ with messages centered on fasting, holiness, prayer, and integrity. And now, to today's message. The title for today's teaching is How God Responds to Fruitlessness and Fruitfulness in Our Lives. Or God's response to fruitlessness and fruitfulness. When we become fruitful, how does God respond? And when we become fruitless, how does God respond? The parable of the talent, you know, last week I ended my teaching with the parable of the talent. Who, who remembers that? Yeah, I ended the teaching and I said I'm going to continue from there. So the parable of the talent teaches us several things about God when it comes to fruitfulness and productivity. And it teaches us a way to know our Father. There are many of us who don't know the nature of this God that we serve. But the various parables in the Bible gives us a picture or describes to us the behavior of our God or the attributes of our God when it comes to certain matters and we must pay attention to them because he will, he will relate with us at that level. So the parable of the talent teaches us that we cannot waste God's resources. We cannot waste God's resources. Every resource that God puts into our lives must be used well it must be used well we must put it in, in, into useful applications if I'll put it that way we must not just use it but it must be used profitably the Bible teaches us in that parable which we are going to read very soon that every talent God gives us whatever we use for we will either get a positive or a negative resource. If we use it in the negative, there are consequences. If we use it in the negative, there are many ramifications. So the way you use the gift and the talent and the opportunities and the doors that God sends your way is very, very, very important. Fruitlessness brings a curse or punishment from God. If you are not productive with your life, with your destiny, 
If all that God has given to us, we are not productive, we are fruitless, God is not going to fold his hands and watch you. Every resource we waste will pick a reaction from God. God will react to the way we use the things and the gifts and the talents and the opportunities he has sent our way. God does not deal lightly with wastage. He never wasted anything he created. Day one, he did something. Day two, he did something. He didn't waste the days. So every resource and every opportunity we have, we must not be people who are wasteful. And that is our problem in this part of the world. We easily waste things. We, in our houses, we don't eat all the food they serve us with. We throw away food. We waste money. We buy haphazardly. Everything we see, we want to buy. We have no plans for our resources. We have no plan for our time. But God will not take it lightly if we keep wasting the resources he sends to us. He will divert it to other people who are putting it into good use. I pray that in the year of fruitfulness, you will not be a wasteful child of God. You will not waste the resources of God. I thought you would say amen. In the parable of the talent, we saw a swift response from the master. So let's read the parable. Matthew 25, verse 15 to 30. Give me the GNT version because of time. Okay. He gave to each one according to his ability. So what God will give you, he knows you can use it. He doesn't think that you cannot use it. So when he gives you something, he knows that you can use it profitably. So let me read through. As I read through, pick the lessons before I come back to it. He gave to each one according to his ability. To one, he gave 5,000 gold coins. To another, he gave 2,000. And to another, he gave 1,000. Then he left on a trip. The servant who had received 5,000 coins went at once and invested his money and earned another 5,000. In the same way, the servant who had received 2,000 coins earned another 2,000. But the servant who had received 1,000 coins went off, dug a hole in the ground, and hid his master's money. After a while, or after a long time, the master of those servants came back and settled account with them. God is going to one day sit down with us and settle account with us. God is going, we are going to sit before the Lord and we are going to settle account how we use the resources and how we use our life whilst we were on earth. So let's see what happened. The servant who had received 5,000 coins came in and handed over the other 5,000. You gave me 5,000 coins, said. He said, look, here are another 5,000 that I have earned. Well done, you good and faithful servant, said his master. You have been faithful in managing small amount, so I will put you in charge of large amount. Come on in and share my happiness. God is happy 
when we use his resources well. 22. Then the servant who had been given 2,000 coins came in and said, You gave me 2,000 coins. Say, Look, here are another 2,000 that I have earned. Well done, good and faithful servant, said his master. You have been faithful in managing small amount, so I will put you in charge of large amount. Come on in and share my happiness. Then the servant who had received 1,000 coins came in and said, Sir, I know you are a hard man. You reap harvest where you did not plant, and you gather crops where you did not scatter seed. I was afraid, so I went off and hid your money in the ground. Look, here is what belongs to you. You, you bad and lazy servant, his master said. You knew, did you, that I reap harvest where I did not plant and gather crops where I did not scatter seed? 27. Well, then you should have deposited my money in the bank and I would have received it all back with interest when I return. 28. Now, take the money away from him. Oh, the poor man. The one with the little. God took. You see, some people are poor because they are wasteful. The little they have, God has taken from them and has given it to rich people because the poor man is managing, is mismanaging God's resources. So God, the master said, though you have thousand, I take it, not that give it to me. The Bible said, now take the money away from him and give it to the one who has 10,000 coins. And why are they appreciating the pastor? What does he need? There are poor people in the church. Have you seen it? Have you seen it? Why are they appreciating the MD? He doesn't need anything. There are many poor people who remain poor because they mismanage God's resources that come into their life. A lot. Hallelujah. I'm not talking about that. Let's go on. 29. For to every person who has something, even more will be given. And he will have more than enough. But the person who has nothing, even the little that he has, will be taken away from him. Verse 30. That is a very harsh reaction from God. And God will not take it lightly at all if we waste his resources. He will react. God doesn't like fruitlessness. I will show you before we close. As for this useless servant, hey, may you be a youthful servant. I said, may you be a youthful child of God. As for this useless servant, <laughs> throw him outside in the darkness. There, there he will cry and gnash his teeth. I return to my notes. The unfaithful and unfruitful servant was banished and was punished and was condemned to a place where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Sometimes when you find yourself in a place where there is weeping and gnashing of teeth, it is not about the devil. You need to take your time before you blame the devil. You need to do good examination before you throw the blame on the devil. Sometimes it is us. 
Because this servant will find himself in a place where he cannot be happy. He will never see joy. He will never see celebrations in his life. And he will be blaming somebody else. But he did not know that he mismanaging the gifts, the talents, the resources, the doors God opened for him. He mismanaging it. He being fruitless with what God gave to him has sent him into that land. May you not be this kind of servant. Jesus was very disappointed when he got to the fig tree and realized that there was no fruit. When he realized that the tree was fruitless, he got angry. And what did he do? He blessed the tree. He cursed the tree. Why do I need fruit? And you don't have fruit. From today, no man will eat from this tree. No man. So God doesn't take it lightly when we are fruitless. We need to do all that we can to put into use the opportunities, the doors, the gifts, the privileges we have. We need to use it and let it be fruitful in the sight of God and to the benefit of humankind and the kingdom of God. Give the Lord a good clap offering someone. Jesus rained curses on the tree. Wow, Jesus. Okay, you want to see it? Mark chapter 11, verse 13 to 14. Mark 11, 13 to 14. He saw in the distance a fig tree covered with leaves. So he went to see if he, he could find any figs on it. But when he came to it, he found only leaves because it was not the right time for figs. Jesus said to the fig tree, no one shall ever eat figs from you again. And his disciples heard it or heard him. So the next morning when they came, the fig tree had died. May you not be fruitless. I said, may you not be fruitless in the name of Jesus. In Luke chapter 13, verse 6 to 9, we see another reaction. Luke 13, 6 to 9. Then Jesus told them this parable. I told you that the parables of the Lord reflect the character of God to us. So pay attention to every parable that Jesus ever gave in the Bible. So he said, there was once a man who had a fig tree growing in his vineyard. So he planted a tree for three years. He went looking for figs on it but found none. Verse 7. So he said to his gardener, look, for three years, we have watered this tree. We have allowed it, we have trimmed, we have pruned for three years. I have been coming here looking for figs on this, on this. Say this, say this. So God knows everybody. God knows every tree in his house. So he pointed, he said, this tree, this fig tree, I've been coming to take you know, on, on, on Thursday, a friend of mine was telling me about her avocado tree, pear tree in the house. She said she planted it for four years, no, no fruit. She will insult the tree. <laughs> she will insult the tree. No, but she didn't know that avocado starts bearing after five years. 
So she was, it says the second year she went, just leaves. The third year she, ah, what is that? So she asked the husband that challenge, maybe there's something, there's a defect in the tree. And she said, after five years, fruits. But this tree, the man came three years. He was expecting because for him to get angry, it means that for a fig tree, maybe six months, one year, you should start bearing. Three years, you are not bearing fruit. And I haven't found any. Cut it down. Look at how God will react. God, God reacts. Oh, God doesn't, God doesn't, God, God, God is not that wicked like that. God reacts. He said, cut it down. It is wasting resources. It's wasting space. You are renting the earth as you are alive. How profitable are you? In the second service, in the Thanksgiving service, I'll teach or I'll preach on what I call, what will you be remembered with? So as you are living, how fruitful are you becoming? God will react to your fruitlessness and God will react to our fruitfulness. Give the Lord a good clap of friend. Because of time, let me continue. You shall never be barren this year. I said the work of your hands will be prosperous in the name of Jesus. We lose our talents and possessions when we become unfruitful. We lose it. We just you just lose it. It will just go off. Opportunities will don't it, and they say opportunity come but once. Some opportunities will come back. And if you don't make good use of it, it will never come back again. May you put every opportunity that comes your way into good use. If at the end of the year you will testify of the prophetic word, fruitfulness, we must use God's resources well. Well, some of you young people, if you earn thousand cities, you can give yourself a target by the end of this year. At least I should have invested thousand five hundred. Quata quata. That you, you you won't put it in your mind that you have money. Some of you, when you are doing investment by three months, you no know, small hardship, you are there. <laughs> Claim for. I Kim, Masa, Nipe was investment. No. <laughs> you see, there are many events that you think are important that are actually not important. Emergencies are not always important events. Emergencies are not always important. Some of them, you see, somebody can call you, hey, I need thousands. I need, my auntie is very sick at that point. You keep quiet for three days and call the person. How is your auntie? Oh, she's doing well. <laughs> you see, when you live long, you will know a lot of things. <laughs> when you are wise, you know a lot of things. There are some events that look like emergencies. They are never emergencies. But if you don't have plan for your life, you will react to every event at the expense of building a destiny that will be a blessing to others. You must be fruitful. Whether you like it or not, you must be fruitful because you have everything, everything you need to be fruitful. You may not be fruitful at a certain level. 
You may not because of the capacity. Because the master, the Bible said, everybody was given talent according to his ability. According to his ability. So the abilities in you, God expects is to be fruitful. Stop looking at somebody else's fruitfulness and try to do some. Look at what God is demanding from you and do it. As example, as a pastor, you can be going through Facebook and you see people doing crusades. You go, hey, they hear, they hold the crutches. Oh, Jesus was here and healed. This is the power of God. It's good, it's great. Another pastor will go and try. Not even cockroach will work. Not even cockroach. They will not even know that there's an event. They are just passing and going. But another one to be in some corner with 20 members and he's building them. He's building them. He's building them because there are people who go and fish from the sea. And if you go and fish from the sea and the fish monger does not process the fish and smoke it and make it palatable, it will never have value. Yeah. That is why fresh fish when they catch the fish that's why we go to the beach eh, to buy the fish from the fishermen is cheaper than when it is smoked because the processing so you see we i was talking to a young pastor i said if we are not winning souls i said what is winning souls is it that you want to mount a podium a crusade oh we'll support you why not i support crusades and I love it. I, I like it. I wish I was doing crusades. I was doing it. And I will do it again. But you see, you must not have a stereotype mind. That until you do otako and people come plenty. No. What I'm doing now, I'm winning somebody's soul. Somebody is being shifted from a wasteful place to a useful place. Yeah. Because if the fishmonger doesn't smoke the salmon, and you go and buy it, it's very cheap. But when they smoke it, the process, the intensity, the level of the heat, the smoke, the timing is all part. And that is why you must not compare pastors and say, oh, this one can see, this one cannot see, this one. The one who cannot see can teach. The one who can see cannot teach. <laughs> and they are all the gift of God. Building his house. Are you here with me? So, no, this one is not powerful. He cannot see. He cannot mention 020. No, 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 no. It is it is beautiful. And it adds up to the ministry. Ministry is not only about prophesying, and it's not only about teaching, and it's not only about discipling. Ministry is plenty, plenty, is many faceted. Many faceted. Are you here with me? Even when you buy a land as a as a church. It's a great move because now you have settled in the community. So I want you to know that whether you like it or not, you must be fruitful. No matter where you are. This man was giving excuses. The last one, the um, one with the thousand talents. Excuses. The condition. Look, we have no excuse. We have no excuse. We are complaining. There's no man. People marrying. People are married. Yesterday, the most popular wedding took place. Wedding everywhere. <laughs> People are building houses. People are going to school. 
People are planning to make marriage proposals. They are writing their proposals, they are revising it. They wrap it in COVID. And then you are here saying, you are giving excuse. You must be fruitful. People are going to school. People graduated the weekend. You are there. Look, it is not time to rest. It is time to work. In the parable of the servants, or in the power of talent, the servant with only one talent who had hid his gifts and was complaining was the fruitless one. And his master dealt with him harshly. Harshly. It was very harsh because the little he had was taken from him. I pray that you will not be in this position of this useless servant, but you will be very useful in the name of Jesus. This was the consequence for squandering the gift that God gave to him. The opportunities. The doors. The doors. The do- academic doors. Financial doors. Your family. Your family. In the second service, I'll talk about Oh, I just can't wait to teach on it in 20 minutes. You know, sometimes many fathers think that leaving a house and a car is what is important for the family. No. It's about your invested time with the family. Your investment. Your investment. Many times husbands think that if I can provide air conditioning in the house and a pool and money, I'm a husband. No. In the Bible, there was a condition. When a man gets married, he doesn't go to war. The Bible says, God says, stay with your wife. <laughs> it's not about car. There are couples eh, who are living in Atakpami. At 6 p.m., they are asleep. They go to farm, peasant farmers. And they come and do a boom and eat and sit and chat crack jokes and they are happier than certain rich couples. <laughs> Life is how you see it and how you see it will be determined by your value system. There are many believers here but we all don't have the same value system. You must be fruitful determine in your heart that at the end of this year you will have fruitful fruitfulness signs maybe you may not see this year but put the system in place set the system in place position yourself because five years ten years from now we must be in place of authority to make sound decisions and directives are you here with me yes in five years from now, ten years, a lot of the positions in the country will be vacant. And we need people who are generational thinkers to make sound decisions and directives. I pray that the word of God will prosper in your heart. That a burden for generations will come upon you. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. I end with this statement. I could not go to how God responds to our fruitfulness. Maybe Tuesday, I'll do that. But let me end with this popular saying. He said, 
you must use it or it, it will be taken away. You must use it or it will be taken away. Remember this. If you have forgotten all that I said, you must use it or you will lose it. Yes, that's the quote. You must use it or you will lose it. Quote and unquote. You must use it or you will lose it. Rise up on your feet, somebody. to God and talk to him in two minutes that Lord I commit myself into the spirit of fruitfulness I commit my life I commit my health I commit my academics I commit my marriage I commit my career I commit my profession into the spirit of fruitfulness lift your voice and pray somebody Lekele bagadu zebranga daba iyaga daba zebranda la baba yakada ikabada dada bashada la ba lebegezegedegelegede baha imala dagenda zebreketea ipalaga daba shanda la ba lebegezegedege marada daba yes lord rabando sada bahaya iyada la bakonda baha Yes, Lord, help me. Pray and ask the Lord to help you to make sound decisions, to make sound movement, to make strategic movement that will yield dividends. Yes, Lord. You want to pray. You want to pray? The Lord said we should deal with the spirit of complaining and murmuring. That was what stopped that servant from becoming fruitful. You want to pray that Lord, I reject every spirit. You know, most of us like complaining easily. Complaining easily. Easily. Complaining. Oh, the place is hard. It's not possible. It's too difficult. I can't combine schooling with working. It's too difficult. I can't wake up and do this. I can't do this. And if I had this, I would have been able. If I no, you want to pray that your spirit will not be that kind of spirit that accepts complaining and murmuring. Lift your voice and pray in one minute. Pray. We will pay the price. We will sacrifice. We will go the extra mile. To get results, Maya Kataya, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Give us another spirit, the spirit of Daniel, the spirit of Joshua and Caleb. Lord, I pray and commit your people into your hands. I pray in the name of Jesus that anyone that is complaining about conditions and for that matter, he or she is gradually becoming a barren person, a fruitless person in every area of their lives. Lord, I pray and I bind that spirit of complaining and I pray that Lord, give us another spirit. Give us another spirit in the name of Jesus. We give you praise. We give you glory. In Jesus' name. 
Amen and amen. Give the Lord a good clap offering. Turn to somebody and tell the person, be fruitful. Else God will deal with you. Turn to another person and tell the person, be fruitful. Else God will deal with you. And tell yourself, be fruitful. Mention your name and tell yourself, be fruitful. Else God will deal with me. Give the Lord a good clap offering. The message you just listened to is from ICGC Karis Temple. To connect with us, you can like our page on Facebook at ICGC Karis Temple or follow us on Instagram and Twitter at ICGC Karis. We would like to hear of how God is blessing you through this podcast. To support this podcast, please click on the profile button and click on support. Thank you and God richly bless you. The message you just listened to is from ICGC Karis Temple. To connect with us, you can like our page on Facebook at ICGC Karis Temple or follow us on Instagram and Twitter at ICGC Karis. We would like to hear of how God is blessing you through this podcast. To support this podcast, please click on the profile button and click on support. Thank you and God richly bless you.